to be back here on Dangerously Average Sports Talk. I'm your host, Aaron Gelvin. I haven't used this platform or this channel in a while, but I wanted to make a special little recording today because the NFL draft is kicking off tomorrow. It's scheduled for Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and of course the first round is tomorrow night in prime time. And I wanted to take a look at the most important position on the field for every single team, that's the quarterback position, a position that we always talk about in depth, in detail when we talk NFL draft. And now that draft season is finally here, I want to take a look at how all 32 teams stack up at that position as we come into this three-day draft, because you know the draft is going to shake it up with a bunch of new quarterbacks joining a bunch of different quarterback rooms. So where is every team at? What teams could be looking to draft quarterbacks? Who are some sneaky teams that could draft QBs? And what about guys like Baker Mayfield or Jimmy Garoppolo or Jordan Love who still need to be traded or released and need to find their new team for the 2022 season? Let's get into it, starting with the AFC. We kick things off in the AFC East. Now, some of these are going to be very short. Some of these are going to take some more time uh, to really dig into and get some detail on. The Patriots, they're happy with Mac Jones. He was a rookie last year. He's entering year number two. Pretty good season as a rookie, as the fifth quarterback off the board. He may have been the best rookie quarterback in the league last year, so New England's definitely happy with him. The Jets, they also had a rookie last year, Zach Wilson. He got better as the year went on through less picks as the year progressed, so they're happy at that position with their young guy. The Miami Dolphins, they have Tua Tagovailoa. It looks like they are going to stick with him, at least for this year, at least for right now. They went and got him a great new weapon this offseason in Tyreek Hill. They also have a new head coach in Mike McDaniel, uh, who it looks like, by all accounts, wants to move forward with Tua Tagovailoa in his first season as the head man for the Miami Dolphins. They also made a great backup quarterback signing that flew under the radar a little bit this offseason, bringing in Teddy Bridgewater. Tua has some injury problems, definitely had some in the past. Teddy Bridgewater is a guy who can come in, and if he needs to play a little bit for you as a backup, he can definitely do that. But it looks like Tua is going to be the guy for the Dolphins. They really want to see what they have with him at quarterback. The Bills have Josh Allen. They're obviously very happy with him. The Pittsburgh Steelers, they went and made a move to sign Mitch Trubisky uh, from free agency this year. They gave him a two-year deal. Looks like they really like him. They went and got him early on in the process. So there you go, new quarterback in Pittsburgh. The Ravens, they have Lamar Jackson. They're very happy. I'm not too concerned with all of the contract talk that you get with Lamar Jackson. It's going to be an issue at some point, but I think right now, Let's go win games. If you're the Baltimore Ravens, you got to be saying, let's go win some football games. We have a great, unique, young quarterback in Lamar Jackson. Let's go win a bunch of games, and we'll get the contract stuff done when we have to get it done. The Bengals have young Joe Burrow. They're happy with him. The Cleveland Browns, they went out and signed, or actually traded for, and then signed Deshaun Watson this offseason. They gave him all that guaranteed money, so you know they're happy there. Uh, they also have Jacoby Brissett as their backup quarterback, just in case Deshaun Watson is suspended. Suspended for this entire season or parts of this season. Uh, they did they did go get Jacoby Brissett, and I think so a really nice backup move from them there. The Colts, they traded for Matt Ryan, so they're happy there. The Tennessee Titans, they have Ryan Tannehill. No need to move off of him. He's still a really good quarterback, I think. He's not a superstar. He's never going to be, but he's going to win a lot of games for you, and you can win a lot of games with him. So the Titans are happy there. 
The Jacksonville Jaguars, they had a rookie quarterback last year, the number one overall pick, Trevor Lawrence. So obviously they're going to stick with him. The Houston Texans, you know, a lot of controversy and a lot of just mess, if you will, at the quarterback position for them the past couple of years with everything that's gone on with Deshaun Watson. Now it's Davis Mills. Davis Mills, at least for this year, looks like the guy for the Houston Texans. They're kind of telling him to prove it. Let's see what we have. They're kind of in a rebuild mode anyway. They're not going to win very many games. Let's see if Davis Mills can be our guy going forward. That's what this year's all about in H-Town. The Broncos, they made the trade for Russell Wilson, so they're obviously very happy there. The Chiefs are extremely happy with Patrick Mahomes. The Raiders are happy with Derek Carr. They gave him a contract extension this offseason. And just to wrap up the AFC, the Chargers with young Justin Herbert, obviously happy there as well. So pretty straightforward in the AFC. The NFC, I think, is where it gets really interesting. Uh, the New York Giants, let's start with them. Kind of similar to the situation in Miami, new head coach, Brian Dable taking over for Big Blue, and they're going to stick with their young quarterback. It looks like, at least for this year, they are going to roll with Daniel Jones. Personally, I don't agree with that. I don't like Daniel Jones even as much as I like Tua, and I'm not a huge fan of either of these guys. I would move off of Daniel Jones, but it looks like the Giants are going to stick with him at least for 2022. They want to see what they've got. They also made a great backup quarterback signing. Uh, they go get Tyrod Taylor. So I think a really nice move there just in case, you know, Daniel Jones is another guy that's had some injury problems. So go get Tyrod Taylor and let's go, right? They need to see what they have at that position. The Eagles have Jalen Hurts. I think this is a huge year for Jalen Hurts once again. If he takes them back to the playoffs, if they win a bunch of games, if he continues to make strides as a passer, I mean, what, what more can you ask for for Jalen Hurts, right? I mean, seriously, he was really, really good last year. I think especially for his first year as a full-time starter, first year under Nick Sirianni, I think that you, you get Jalen Hurts, this is a prove-it year. This is another prove-it year for him. Show Philadelphia, you don't need to draft another quarterback. Build that team up around me. They also have the opportunity to do that in the first round of this draft that's going to take place tomorrow because they have a multiple first-round picks. The Cowboys have Dak Prescott. They're obviously happy with him. The Washington Commanders, they have Carson Wentz. They made the trade for him this offseason, acquiring him from Indianapolis. They also have Taylor Heineke sitting on the bench. Wentz is another guy with some injury problems. Taylor Heineke, one of the better backups probably in the league. I'm not a huge Carson Wentz guy. Uh, I'm just kind of out on him just based off of what we've seen the past couple of years. But Washington went and made the move to get him first year of the Wentz era in Washington. The Green Bay Packers, they obviously signed Aaron Rodgers to that massive deal, which kind of ends that saga, at least hopefully for a little bit, right? At least we hopefully we get a little bit of, of a break from an Aaron Rodgers drama saga. Where's he going to play? The Bears, they're happy with Justin Fields. We know that. He was a rookie last year. The Vikings, they like Kirk Cousins. They gave him a contract extension uh, this offseason. Now we get to the first team that I think really, really still could make an upgrade at the quarterback position this offseason. It's the Lions with Jared Goff. Now, maybe the Lions do nothing. Maybe they're happy with Goff. Maybe they're looking and going, we're rebuilding anyway. We're not going to win very many games. Let's continue to build this thing from the ground up, what they're doing with Dan Campbell, and we'll move on and we'll upgrade at the quarterback position when we see fit. So Goff is not a bad quarterback by any means. I think there are upgrades out there, 
but Detroit could be looking at this one of two ways. Either let's go and upgrade now or no rush. We have Jared Goff, who's a fine quarterback, somewhat limited, but let's go ahead and just make this, you know, let's just go ahead and make this season what it is, and then we will see what that what we do at that position going forward. But that's one to keep an eye on uh, for Detroit. The New Orleans Saints, they re-signed old friend Jameis Winston to be their starter. Uh, they also have Andy Dalton, I think a really good backup with Jameis Winston coming off of that injury. So I think that that's smart. You have Taysom Hill uh, lurking around as well if things get really crazy. Uh, but they brought him in on a new deal. Their division rival, the Atlanta Falcons, they also signed their starting quarterback from free agency, Marcus Mariota, going to be the head man at the quarterback position for the Atlanta Falcons. The Carolina Panthers, still don't really have, in my mind, a starting quarterback right now. I know they have Sam Darnold. They also have P.J. Walker on that roster. But, you know, I'm, I'm not a big Darnold guy. I think Darnold is a bust. Maybe Carolina just goes forward with him and they go, well, okay, you know, we, we didn't get one of the guys really wanted. We didn't get Deshaun Watson. Let's kind of, let's kind of keep rebuilding it. Let's see what we can do here next year in a better quarterback draft i'm not sure in my mind the Car the carolina panthers should be going and getting another quarterback whether it's a trade for one of those guys i mentioned earlier or somebody in this draft here tonight maybe you just roll with sam darnold and you go well we'll think about that position after next year i wouldn't agree with that choice uh the buccaneers they have tom brady obviously he unretired so they're happy there they're going to win as many games with him as long as he wants to play in tampa the Seattle Seahawks, I think, are another team kind of similar to the Panthers where they should go and get another quarterback. I'm not a big believer in Drew Locke. Maybe the Seahawks just kind of tank it this year and they worry about the quarterback going forward. Maybe they make a trade for one of the guys uh, that I said right at the top of this uh, little clip here. Drew Locke, maybe you, just, maybe you just roll with him. I'm not sure, but it looks like they're another team similar to the Panthers that still, in my mind, could use a change at the quarterback position. And then really quickly to wrap it up, the San Francisco 49ers, they have the whole Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo situation. You know, you either trade Garoppolo like we all thought and elevate Trey Lance, or maybe if Trey Lance isn't ready or you can't find the right partner, I don't know, maybe you start Garoppolo and continue to sit Lance. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Maybe you start Lance and sit Garoppolo. I'll be honest, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me either. You know, I, I think you got to find a way to trade Jimmy Garoppolo, and maybe it happens during this draft. But I think at some point, I mean, obviously Trey Lance was drafted third overall. You trade up to get him. He was drafted to be the face of the franchise. So... Interesting situation uh, there, definitely for the 49ers. They got to figure that whole thing out. The LA Rams with Matthew Stafford, they are the defending Super Bowl champs. They're very happy with him, obviously. Gave up a ton to get him and gave him a big contract extension this offseason. And then finally, the Arizona Cardinals, they have Kyler Murray. You know, I'm not too worried about the whole contract stuff with him. Maybe slightly more than I am with Lamar Jackson, just because Kyler has been more outspoken and it's been more in the news and in the press this offseason, the whole Kyler contract thing. Again, I look at this situation and I go, we've got one of the most unique young quarterbacks in the league. Let's go win a bunch of games and we'll figure out the contract stuff when we need to. But I don't think this is a situation where the Arizona Cardinals are moving on from their quarterback this offseason and they're going to make a change. I think eventually it's going to be a huge topic that has to be dealt with one way or another. But for right now, if I'm the Cardinals, I'm saying let's go win a bunch of games and, and let's go try and win the big one. 
So that's kind of how it sets up for all 32 teams at the quarterback position. As far as the draft goes, you know, I think that there's a handful of teams that I could see drafting a quarterback. You know, I think I think Pittsburgh probably could, right? You have Trubisky on a two-year deal. Maybe you go draft one of these young guys, sit him for a year, year and a half, maybe even two years, kind of let Trubisky be that bridge guy and then start anew if you love, you know, let's say Malik Willis. I, I think that that makes a lot of sense there. You know, Indianapolis, Matt Ryan, he's a veteran. He's one of the oldest quarterbacks in the league. He's a really good quarterback, I think, but he, you know, how many years do we, we have left how many years are we getting from Matt Ryan, right? So maybe Indianapolis should draft somebody. Probably wouldn't do it in the first round because it's not the team's priority right now. Their priority is going to be trying to win now. But I would look at it and go, hey, man, if there's somebody that we like day two, day three, maybe we take a flyer on one of these kids because we have an older quarterback who's not going to be around uh, forever. Bunch of other teams that I think could be interesting. Maybe the Washington Commanders, right? They just make the move for Carson Wentz. But if you got people in that building that don't a bunch, you know, don't hundred percent believe in Carson Wentz, maybe you go make the move for one of these rookies. Again, kind of similar to the indie deal. I wouldn't draft a guy right off the bat, but day two, day three, you like one of these kids. Maybe a Howell or a Ritter or somebody drops to the second day. Maybe you go get that guy because again. I don't know how much people really believe in Carson Wentz. I'm not a big believer. I think there are people out there that are, but maybe maybe that's a situation where you kind of let him be the bridge guy, similar to similar to a Mitch Trubisky. Um, Kirk Cousins, the Vikings, maybe you draft one, right? Maybe Minnesota wants to draft one, kind of similar, right? I know they love Kirk Cousins, obviously. They keep paying him a lot of money. Maybe you start thinking about the future at that position. I know they drafted Kellen Mond a year ago, but it was a different GM and a different head coach, right? This is not the you know brass that drafted Kellen Mond, so maybe you like one of these other quarterbacks more and you're able to get something for Mond who has you know not started a game in the league. Just something to think about with you've, you've got kind of a more veteran quarterback. The Detroit Lions are a team I absolutely think should draft a quarterback. In fact, if I had to bet on one team over the next three days drafts a quarterback or maybe just in the first couple of days picks one, I would take Detroit. Now, obviously, they're not going to pick QB at number two overall, but they have number 32 overall. They also have number 34 overall. Kind of feel like one of those two picks could be a quarterback. If a guy like, let's say, Desmond Ritter, falls to you at that point and you really like him, I think it would be a really good idea for the Detroit, for the Detroit Lions to go and get a quarterback. Uh, that's just my opinion, though. I think New Orleans is a team that could draft a quarterback, right? Let Winston kind of be that bridge guy, and let's sort of see what we've got if we draft a young kid, you know, kind of in the middle there, maybe like a Matt Corral or somebody like that, right? Maybe you really, really like him. You want to go let him learn for from Jameis Winston or something like that for a year or two. Similar situation, I think the Atlanta Falcons let Mario to be that bridge guy. If you really like, I don't know, Kenny Pickett, if you really like Kenny Pickett, go ahead and bring him in. Let him sit for a year behind Mariota, and then he'll be ready to go for 2023. I'm telling you, the NFC, it gets really interesting. Um, 
Carolina, you know, I kind of mentioned it earlier, but they could draft a quarterback. They could stick with Darnold. They could make a trade. Who knows? Seattle, I talked about it earlier. They could make a trade. They could stick with Drew Locke, or they could go and draft somebody here. We're just not really sure yet. Who are some sneaky teams that could draft quarterbacks? You know, I don't think that any of these teams really should or, or will pick a QB, but maybe the Tennessee Titans, maybe the Houston Texans. The Philadelphia Eagles, you know, I feel like I, I really mentioned all of the big ones that definitely will pick a quarterback or at least will be talking about it. You know, and then finally, kind of the last piece of this puzzle, where do guys like Baker Mayfield and Jimmy Garoppolo and Jordan Love end up? I want to start with Jordan Love because it might be the most complicated. You know, we're just not sure. We haven't seen him take very many meaningful snaps. He's only started, I believe, you know, just the one game last year. That's his only start of his career after not playing at all in 2020 that's a really weird spot where he could still be on the Packers he could still be the backup maybe some team really likes him and doesn't get a quarterback or likes him more than a quarterback that's on the board over the next three days and and they go make a move it's just such a really interesting situation because the Packers were setting that up and kind of billing that as he's the quarterback of the future here and yet um, now they've they've made Aaron Rodgers both their quarterback of the present and now their quarterback of the, the very near future so still could definitely see a trade for Jordan Love you're just not hearing as much about it the two bigger names are Jimmy Garoppolo and Baker Mayfield you know Garoppolo is an interesting one because you know San Francisco is not going to trade him in division right they wouldn't want to trade him in conference, but they definitely wouldn't want to trade him in division. And there's a team in their division, the Seattle Seahawks, that needs a quarterback, right? They're just not going to do that, right? So maybe Carolina, there just hasn't been a lot of noise there. I mentioned Detroit as a place that's probably, you would think, maybe at least talking about upgrading at that position. So it's just really interesting because a lot of the spots have really dried up. Maybe the draft is able to shake some things up and, and get some of these guys moved, but it's a it's a really fascinating situation because, you know, unlike the Baker Mayfield deal, I guess Garoppolo could just come back and sit the bench or start or, or whatever it is there. I think he's still really well liked in that organization. The the front office didn't do him dirty the way the Cleveland one did Baker Mayfield. So that's really, that's really, really interesting and something to keep an eye on. And then we're gonna close it out with Baker Mayfield. You know, I, I think the best thing for him would be to get cut personally, because then he can go where he wants. And if I'm him, you know, I'm signing a one-year deal somewhere and hitting the market again next offseason when there are gonna be more options open to you. Um, if they do trade him again, look at Look at Seattle, look at Carolina, maybe Detroit as a long shot. I'm just not sure. I think this is a situation where there are plenty of teams that want Baker Mayfield and would, and would make a move to go get him, but they want to make Cleveland pay some of that salary. Cleveland did nobody any favors with that whole Deshaun Watson deal, paying him all that guaranteed money. Now the rest of the league is looking at this going, okay, if we don't have to give, give up assets for Baker Mayfield, eventually we're going to be able to get him for free because Cleveland's going to cut him. I think that's where this is. I don't think this is nobody wants Baker Mayfield. I think it's nobody wants to give up assets for a guy they might be able to get for free because Cleveland, obviously, I mean, at some point, they're going to have to get rid of, of Baker because you can't have him and Deshaun Watson and everything else, you know, coexisting at the same time. And he's asked for a trade and he wants out and is talking about fresh start and everything like that. You know, if he does get cut, there's been a lot of reports from Cleveland local media that he and Pittsburgh have some mutual interest. I think that would be interesting just keeping him in the AFC North. If I'm Baker Mayfield, though, I'm wanting to get cut and I'm signing a one year deal with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
right? I think it works for a lot of reasons, right? You can go be the backup for Tom Brady, who better to be a backup for and learn from, and kind of take the Mitch Trubisky, Mariota, Winston route of kind of sitting for a year, people kind of forget about you, then it's, hey, there's still some pretty good options. They all got, you know, new deals as free agents. It, it works too because maybe Byron Leftwich, if the Bucks are great, he's their offensive coordinator. If they're great offensively, maybe he goes and gets a head coaching job and maybe you guys form a really good bond and relationship and he wants you to be his starting quarterback and then you have a home right there as a free agent coming up this time next year, right? If, if Brady retires maybe you elevate and you're the now the new quarterback for the tampa bay buccaneers i think that would be a good situation for him if brady sticks around if brady's the the quarterback for the bucks again in 2023 well you're a free agent you can go wherever you want so i think that there are a lot of different options with this whole baker mayfield thing obviously because it's baker mayfield it's going to be talked about and it's going to be discussed a lot just because he's a polarizing guy and a polarizing figure uh, but I think that would be the best spot for him. It's going to be very, very interesting to see, though, what do these teams do? Kind of broke them all down, all 32. Who could draft a quarterback? Who are some sneaky teams? Who's good? Where does every team sit going forward? And some of the other guys that are still potentially out there on the trade market. Some of these rookies, right? Kenny Pickett, Matt Corral, Malik Willis, Sam Howell, Desmond Ritter, some under-the-radar under the guys like Bailey Zappi and Carly Strong, all at that quarterback position. It's going to be very interesting when the draft shakes this up over the next couple of days, but especially round number one, which is tomorrow night. Once again, I'm your host, Aaron Gelvin. Enjoy the draft, everybody. Mm -hmm.